With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey, Kayla. Yeah, Neil? Have you heard about the new martial arts diet for rabbits? No. It's called Hop Keto. <laughs> Woohoo! Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to eat. How to marinate the meat. Let me teach you how to eat. AFI AM640 live everywhere on that there iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, support report. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Savedra. How do you do? I wrote that joke today in honor of my boys, the Lost Boys, my fight team from many years ago are having a reunion today, and I am here with you and happy to be here with you, uh, but missing them today as they connect. It's been uh, many years since we've all been together in the same place at the same time. So uh, big love out to the Lost Boys and um, all the craziness that they bring. Our uh, master Phil is out there with the whole gang, and I tip my hat to them. Kitchen tips and tricks for technique of the week. There's so many ways to cut corners and it's not about like cutting corners in a bad way. It's about being more efficient. And some of these are probably going to make you go, wait, what? But hear me out. There are everything in your kitchen is a tool. Everything does something. As our buddy Alton Brown always says, you don't want unitaskers which means you, unless you, you absolutely have to have this thing, it's the only thing it does, fine. But a unitasker is something that only does one task. You should have fewer things that do more than a bunch of things that do one thing. I know I'm a gadget guy uh, and I like stuff and I don't have a huge kitchen uh, here at my home, matter of fact, the the backyard kitchen, the outdoor kitchen, is bigger than our one indoors here because our house is is old. They didn't, you know. It's interesting. Kitchens were designed to not be an entertainment po- uh, uh, part of your house. I know that sounds weird, but in 1912, when our house was built, the kitchen was kind of closed off. You did your business in there and you brought it out into the entertainment areas that were, you know, really nice crown molding, all of these things. But in the kitchen, it's super pedestrian, very simple. And 
when you think about that, you have to think that you don't have all the real estate in your kitchen that you may need. Counter space is always a problem. You get a bunch of these unitaskers, as Alton Brown calls them. They only do one thing, they pile up. So you kind of pick and choose to see what works best. However, there are tools that you probably don't think uh, about, like, wow, I wonder what I can do with that. Your dishwasher, believe it or not, if you are doing, let's talk about big parties, let's talk about, because things are changed, let's talk about the holidays coming, when you've got to do a task that is time-consuming and a pain in the butt, like washing potatoes. If you've got a lot of potatoes, this is going to sound weird, but trust me, it works. You get all your potatoes, you place those dirty potatoes on the top rack of your empty dishwasher. I'm waiting for everybody to go. Did he say dishwasher? Yes. Top rack, empty dishwasher, no soap. Don't put soap. Don't do any of that. You put it on the rinse cycle. And it will wash them just as good as you could by hand quickly. And then they're taken care of. This works for other vegetables as well. Keep in mind, you're only putting it on the rinse cycle. Thinking about utilize these, utilizing these tools in different ways is smart. Now, this way, you're, there's many other things that I've seen people do. I've seen people actually cook food. I don't necessarily recommend cooking food in your dishwasher, but you could wash food. That's what it does. It washes things. You just got to make sure you're not doing a full cycle, just a rinse cycle, and gives them a nice little rinse. Did you know that you can hard boil eggs, although it's not boiling, in your oven? Yeah, you can. You can uh, simply put them on the rack. They will stay because of the rack. They'll dip into the portions um, between the rack, and they'll hold there, and you can bake them off in an oven. The issue that I have found with this is if you're going to mash them up into, you know, like um, you're making an, a, an egg salad or something, fine. But I found if you're making like deviled eggs or something, it tends to change colors. The albumin, the whites of the egg, tend to get a little darker where they're touching the metal. There, I've seen other people take a, like a muffin tin, fill it with some water and put the eggs in there and then bake them. Uh, and the water insulates a little more and you can get them nicer, but you can do a lot of eggs at a time in there. We've talked about how you can fit almost 60, about 60 hot dogs standing upright in uh, your crock pot. Now you want to rotate them inwards so not just the outward ones get the the heat uh the crispiness you want to change the ones from the center onto the outside as you're cooking but and then you put them on warm and if you're having a lot of kids running around uh, by the pool or something like that you want to keep those hot dogs warm and do them en masse you you want to use that uh, your crock pot because that becomes a different kind of tool. But people don't think of that. They think about making stews or soups, which is great for those things. But utilizing all of these things uh, in a different way is where you get the kick from. Did you know that you can use the pickle juice in a pickle jar after all the pickles are gone 
to make more pickles just by heating it up and adding the cucumbers and going uh, through the process that way you can use that same brine again you have to heat it up uh to one for bacteria and all of that and for the brining process but you can do all of you can use that brine again in making your own homemade pickles come on now all right, many more tips and tricks for the kitchen when we come back, so go nowhere. It is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra. KFI AM640 Live everywhere on that there iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. All things food, beverage, and beyond. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Coming up in a little bit, I want to tell you, before you leave a nasty Yelp review, right now, as places are opening back up, you have to hear this. Of course, some uh, crazy OC fair food and much more coming up, so go nowhere. Right now, we're doing Technique of the Week. Kitchen tips are where I am focused on and utilizing things for different purposes, getting the most out of the space in your kitchen and cleaning and all of those different things. So the next technique is one that I do, I do here at the house. Very simple, I went out and bought a, you know, the old, I guess people still use them, the squared, squared paper napkins, right? Um, in my house, they were always in a little, you know, growing up as a kid, my mom would keep those square napkins in an upright holder, right? Almost like bookends sort of attached in the middle and you put your paper napkins in there and you take them when you were eating. They sat on the dinner table. Well, you can still buy those. A lot of people still use them. And I found one that was nice, kind of a polished nickel uh, or brushed nickel rather, looked nice. And I used that to put my cutting boards upright. Now, I use the Epicurean-style cutting boards, so they're just just uh, under a quarter-inch thick. They're very thin. They're actually made out of a paper of sorts and compressed. They're excellent. I love them. I also like that they're very thin, and you can throw them in the dishwasher. So I think they're they're great. But I can put many of them in there, different sizes. They have rubber feet on them, too, so they don't slide around on the counter. And I just put it in that napkin holder. Another type of holder that works very well in the kitchen is a simple upright file rack. Sometimes they're made out of metal or whatever, and they hold your files upright. You can put those in the cabinet where you keep your cookie sheets or your uh, baking pans like muffin tins and things like that, and you can store them in those spaces and keep them organized so you're not having to pull, you know, because you stack them, then you got to pull the top ones off so you can get to the ones on the bottom. This way, they're upright and uh, they're golden. They work out really good getting things in and out. On that same note of stacking things differently, something that I like to do when I make a lot of soup or if I have leftover soup or things of this nature, I will parse it out. I'll either keep it in its entirety if I'm going to use it like in a gallon Ziploc bag if I'm going to cook the whole thing at once, or if I want to do it into serving sizes, I go ahead, it's a little more difficult because you kind of have to separate the the bits, the goodies in there, whether it's the chicken, the noodles, the veggies, you have to separate that so it's equal with each 
with the broth in each separate uh, bag that you're putting it in. However, the key tip here is to put the soup or stews, things like that, in a Ziploc bag, put them on a cookie sheet, put them in the freezer, and freeze them overnight that way. This works for sauces, all kinds of things like that. Then what you do is you can stack them like books in your freezer, and it takes up much less room than putting them into a big container or a, you know, some sort of Tupperware or something that stacks and, and takes up all kinds of space. This way it's like books or records, if you remember what those were. It goes ding, 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 and you've got them all there, ready to go whenever you need them. Other things to think about is smells. I get it. I don't know why anybody would microwave fish, but there are, and uh, fish is can be tough, but there is a trick. You put a little dish soap on a dish rag, heat the rag itself for a few minutes, leave the rag in the microwave for about a half hour, and then return to the rag wipe down the walls of the microwave um, and that nastiness should go away. There's also another one uh, that I heard about your Tupperware when it gets stinky. A lot of people don't read newspapers anymore, but you may get, you know, coupons and things like that in the mail. You can get that and you fold it up and you put it into your Tupperware or your plastic bins uh, and you put it there overnight you take it out, and apparently it absorbs a lot of the stink. Something to think about if you're doing that. Polishing copper. If you have copper pots, I only have a few here. I use them for making candy or sweets or things like that because the way they heat and the like. But if you do have your copper pots, you can polish them with ketchup. There's enough acidity in what? ketchup Yep, uh, to polish them up. You just put it on a cloth, you rub it all over your co copper, then rinse it off with warm water. And they come out beautiful. They come out really, really nice. You know, I was at uh, Employees Only in uh, the West Hollywood area with my brother Craig the other night, and they have this beautiful bar, and Craig and Joaquin, they have a beautiful bar at home and it has copper on top. And he always goes back and forth about fretting whether he should clean it, let it patina naturally. I like the fact that you get stains or rings from people drinking on it. I think it looks cool. However, uh, Jonathan, uh, there we call him so Sebastian because we're smart asses, but Jonathan at Employees Only said that they use lemon. They just use the lemons they don't use uh, at the end of the night, and they clean. I think theirs is... I think it's different. I don't think it's copper. I think it might be nickel or, or something. Uh, but they clean it with that, and that's the same principle. You're using the acid, the natural acid. In that case, it's citric acid to uh, clean those metals. And then Lastly, along that same line, could yes. you use Coke? Because I oh, know you, people talk about using Coca-Cola to clean you, stuff. You can. Uh, jewelry and the like, and I think it'll clean silver and things like that. Yeah, it's got acid in it. So yes, just indeed. dump the food on the counter and go for it. Just yeah, clean oh yeah, everything sure. With there it. you go. Okay. Uh, you know, sponges are nasty, mm -hmm. and we change ours out very frequently here in the house. But still, they can get nasty. But you can zap them in your microwave. That's what I do. Get them wet. Um, you don't want to do it dry because the whole way it works, 
in a microwave is that it's it's knocking you know molecules around and uh, water helps uh, do that so it will uh, you put it in there and you can zap it you know it doesn't even have to be long just be a you know handful of seconds or what have you it'll get hot and it'll get hot enough to kill bacteria and uh, in doing so will keep it from stinking can I give you a if you don't know about this, just a little word of advice. Sure. Don't wait until it starts stinking to do it. Yes. Because I've done that. Because yeah. I'm like, what is no. that stench? No. And it's no. like not an old sponge, so I don't want to throw it away. Yeah. But it, if you just do it sort of on a regular basis, you don't have to wait until it gets yeah. stinky to do it. You just you're just zapping it every now and then. A great I've learned tip. by experience. And lastly, um, from uh, that arena when you're putting you know if you're measuring out like honey or molasses or corn syrup for something spray it with a light um, cooking spray on the inside then put the ingredient and will slide out instead of stick to the walls of your measuring cups and the like all right there's your tips and tricks for your kitchen today uh, stick around uh, we're going to get into yelp reviews and you need to hear me out on this one it is the fork report on neil Savedra. let's get the latest news now with Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amy King in the KFI Newsroom. brutal out of here. KFI AM 640. Yes, of course, we are live everywhere on that there iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. How you doing? Neil Saavedra here. A beautiful Saturday yet again here in Southern California. A reminder of why we pay ridiculous taxes and all of that. I know this is supposed to be a sanctuary where we come together and think about the good things like food and beverages and all that stuff that we love. We're going to be talking about barbecue coming up. Barbecue LA. Uh, we'll be talking about them specifically. I know I, I did not get any because it, it's just some restaurants. It's just too taxing to be able to have it get to me here at my home since I'm still broadcasting from home. So uh, the folks at the station did, and we'll talk to them about what they thought about it. But man, oh, yeah! <laughs> I'm hearing good things so far. Uh, don't forget Mr. Bo Kelly uh, tonight doing an extended dance version till nine. And then at nine o'clock, Steve Gregory's new special on fires. So go nowhere. All right, Yelp reviews. I know everyone uses them. I use them on occasion, but I am very particular and I use the sense of an old cow and I eat the hay and I leave the sticks. I encourage you to do the same thing. They can be very damaging and they don't know your palate and they don't know what you expect or what you enjoy. So read them from your take, not from someone else's take. Because I've seen a lot of bad reviews that are bad reviews meaning they're they're about something stupid or silly they you know i didn't like the parking setup or whatever it is or they're picky about something that i don't care about and i filter those out if there's a lot you know 
lavish reviews in the five area. Sometimes I'll push those aside. And then if there's a lot of hateful ones that are, well, one-star reviews, I will push them out. And I'll look at those middle ones, what people were liking, what they expected. If you're going to write a review right now on Yelp, going to restaurant as the restaurant industry is barely getting back up and now with crap laws being pushed back into our faces about wearing masks even when you're vaccinated and all of that there's going to be another drop possibly and we want to prevent that we want to get out and we want to shop local and we want to go to these restaurants but here's the thing keep these things in mind if you're going to write a review Try first talking to someone there. If they're not available, call the next day. So unless you are treated horribly by a basic human standard, not some highfalutin, you think you're something special standard, but if unless you're treated horribly, called names and kicked out, try and talk to them. They want to learn. They want to know if there's an issue with something. They really do. They tend to be in the weeds, meaning that they're just completely busting their hump while they're working. And if a manager is not available, keep in mind that you can call the next day and talk with them. Don't just say, well, I have the power to do this and I'm going to. Give them an opportunity to cor correct it to do better for next time. You could be causing havoc on their business and not having an opportunity for them to explain and say, well, this is what happened. Three of our people went out sick uh, or called in sick because of COVID. We couldn't have them here. We're incredibly short-staffed, whatever it is. Show compassion about those things. Have some grace for the hospitality industry as it tries to find its way back. And um, they're, they're dealing with a lot of loss. As a matter of fact, I talked to some restaurant runners and owners. They said a lot of people especially the old joke here in Hollywood and Southern California is that your uh, wait staff are, are often actors. Acting has changed very drastically. And a lot of people who were here, I have friends that were actors, working actors that left town. They quit the, the industry for a couple reasons. One, COVID just crushed it. But since TV, you know, Netflix and Disney Plus and all these things, now even television is taking big name actors. So it's very hard for younger actors to get parts at all because big names will take them on TV and the like. So a lot of them have moved out and they're trying to retrain a whole new group of people and it's gonna take time. So people that are in there that are working right now when a lot of people aren't working, they wanna be there and they want to help you. They want you to have a great time. They really do. And if they can't for some reason, you got to cut them some slack, be kind, explain your experience, all of those things, and know that they're still hurting. And not everything is in their control. If it's not in their control, don't ding them on that. Cost of food is one of them. It is uncontrollable. Some food has increased 30 to 50%. They can't help that. It's in short supply and you know, don't ding them on that. So if you're going to try and help the restaurant, help the restaurant. And when you're looking at these reviews, be critical of them. Look, 
If it's too loud for someone's preference, it might not be too loud for someone else. So don't ding them for that. Say, for me, I didn't like this, but maybe you would. Or be honest about your experience, but always know that someone else might. There, I said it. Do those things because we need these folks. This is an important part of our economy. They're an important part of our family here in the community. And uh, beating the crap out of them on Yelp is not going to help. All right, it is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra. Let's get the latest. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. News now with Amy King in the KFI Newsroom. AM 640, live everywhere on that there iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. All things food, beverage, and beyond. Just a time for us, three hours on a Saturday, you know, starting at 2, go until 5, shake off whatever's going on in life. Focus on fun things, right? Food, beverages. We'll get to the lighter side with Kelly Lamb a little bit later in the 4 o'clock hour. Brought to you by real estate specialist Angela Calliger. CalligerRealEstate.com. C-A-L-I-G-E-R Realestate.com. Coming up a little bit later. Right now, I wanted to get into OC Fair food. The OC Fair is coming back, which is a great thing. I think that, uh, again, this is signs that uh, things are coming back. And the best part about it is that it's Orange County, not LA County. So you can go and enjoy yourself. Right? Am I right? So uh, it'll be a good time had by all. And as always, it's always a good uh, time. So opened on uh, Friday. So yesterday uh, they started getting those deep fried Oreos and everything else. Classic. Some of the weird stuff. Amy King, do you try that stuff when you go to the fair? Sometimes. Anyone else? Kayla? Juwan? No, not really. Never. Yeah, every no? Now. Mm-mm. Never curious? No. No, not till right now. Do do you go to the fairs? I know you're from the East Coast, but they've got fairs there. I haven't. It's not really my thing. Um, I don't really, I don't really, I've been to them before, but it always freaks me out because they have all these rides there and it's like they weren't there yesterday. So how (laughs) they get there and how secure can they be? You know? It's always in my head. Wait a second. That's always in my head. weren't here yesterday. So you're assuming nobody's tightening the bolts. Nobody's. How tight can these bolts be? They weren't yeah, even there gotcha. yesterday. You know, yeah. I mean, granted, accidents don't really happen like that. But that's just how my mind works. No, but if you've got to if you've got to build a city in a day, you are going to question if it was built right. I yeah. get it. Yeah, I understand. Juwan, yeah. I what love, say you? I love the fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially. F- yeah, I was getting there. I, I love the food. Do you love the prices? I don't love those prices. 
So the it, it's kind of fun, but the, the truth about fair food is much of it is more of a novelty than it is actually typically great. Like a lot of the stuff, uh, gosh, what did they have? A deep fried White Castle burger once. And in theory, it sounded really good. And it was okay, but it would have been fine just as the burger itself, I suppose, too. So things like that I will always try once. Oftentimes they're too rich or too crazy. You can't even finish the whole thing. Some of these are interesting that are coming to the OC County Fair. The one that stood out that sounds very good to me is Chicken Charlie's serving a chicken uh, lumpia with ice cream. Now, this Wait, what's a lumpia? It, a lumpia is a, a Filipino dish. Okay. Um, it's a it's like a, an egg roll, sort of, in the sense that it's wrapped in a thin, simple pastry shell like a, a an egg roll or a wonton wrapper style, right? And um, then you can have all kinds of things. They actually have one at Disneyland that's very tasty. It's a, I think it's pineapple inside, if I'm not mistaken, um, but very, very tasty. So this particular... Uh, offering is, uh, you know, put together and I think it has like a pineapple compote in it and um, the chicken and all this great stuff on it. And you get this ice cream so that the pineapple compote and ice cream sits on top of this chicken lumpia. So to me, it's going to be that sweet and savory thing that you get with like uh uh, fried chicken and waffles. So that's what uh, that's what I'm expecting looking at this. You've got the chicken in there for that deep savory flavor and then the crunch uh, and the saltiness of the outside and then with the sweetness of the you know pineapple and the ice cream. I think I think that's going to be very tasty. Another one I think is interesting and probably will be good although I think it's a little much is the buffalo uh, brownie. So it's a brownie, a big brownie that's battered and deep fried and then topped with buffalo sauce like you would on wings. Hmm, that's worth the trip to the fair. Yeah. See, oh so to me, a little pineapple, a little sweetness, a little this, a little that. And then it's topped I, with ice cream, right? Yeah. So, oh, my God. Huh. Uh, the hot Cheetos and, and cheese pickles, not so much to me. You have to think of them kind of like uh, nachos, but instead of chips, they're the little wheels, the little zigzag cut, waffle cut style of the uh, the pickle there covered in cheese and then topped with the hot Cheetos sprinkles. That sounds weird. That sounds I mean, like a lot it, of it sounds weird, but that sounds extra weird. Yeah, but like here's the thing. To me, this is a condiment. I don't know that I want to eat it unto itself. I wouldn't mind it on top of a burger, maybe, but we shall see. So a lot of things out there uh, that may be tasty to you or to me, uh, get out there, support the fair that it's back. Uh, really cool. So July 16th started yesterday, goes through August 15th. Get out to the Orange County Fair and enjoy yourself and have some of that food. If you do, take pictures and tag at Fork Reporter on my Instagram so I can see them as well. All right, it is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra. Lots to come. This is KFI Los Angeles. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.